0: Hey, Changemaker. The past few days have been heavy. I don't know about you, but my social media has been flooded by horrifying news about the terror in Israel and Gaza. I wanted to connect with you on the podcast and also remind myself of what matters most here. Violence, terror, war, dehumanization, apartheid, rape, kidnappings holding civilian hostages is never justified. My heart breaks for the children and families in Gaza who are living in a humanitarian crisis with no possibility to flee when their food, water, fuel is cut off and their community bombed. My heart breaks for the victims of Hamas and their families who are missing or have lost loved ones. I wanted to share a little snippet from sim kern who is a jewish best-selling author and they share on their instagram sim underscore bookstagrams underscore badly a message that i think is incredibly important Um, so i just wanted to share this that with you here
1: so the israeli government has announced that they are cutting off food water electricity and fuel to gaza which is a city that has a million children in it. And a lead general in the Israeli army has called Palestinians animals, which is what you say before you're going to genocide a people. Forget about Hamas, because if you are in the US, your tax dollars are not funding Hamas, which is not A state government but your tax dollars in the US are very extremely going to support the Israeli army which it really looks like is about to commit ethnic cleansing and genocide on an unprecedented level now a ongoing ethnic cleansing and genocide has been happening in Israel against the Palestinians for 75 years but what it looks like is about to happen is an incredible escalation of that possibly up to extermination and your tax dollars if you are a usian are going to fund it and so you have a moral obligation to do something about that
0: we really need to end polarization and hold more than one thought in our heads violence cannot end violence it only escalates violence hate cannot end hate only love can and we know that an escalation of violence only leads to more civilian casualties. More women and girls are at risk of sexual assault, more children at risk of losing their families and themselves becoming injured or killed. Not only is this polarizing situation so incredibly infuriating, it is so horrific to see how the global media cares now. But during this weekend, 3,000 people have died in a horrible earthquake in Afghanistan. Civilians have been bombed in Syria. And war is raging in Sudan, in Ethiopia, in Myanmar, in Ukraine. As I am heartbroken by the loss and suffering of so many people, the ones who we see on social media and the ones who are ignored or silenced or where there are no witnesses. As we're witnessing the suffering we know the warnings we know that despite the rise of anti-migration policies around the world the global scale of people seeking refuge from war conflict persecution climate crisis is only going to rise i wanted to share a little um, part of filippo grandi's speech he's the commissioner of the united nations high commissioner for refugees
2: The world is increasingly divided, fragmented and inward-looking. I come here year after year and have to speak about an ever-growing number of refugees and displaced people fleeing violence and wars. Sudan today, Ukraine last year, or Ethiopia the year before, or Syria, Myanmar, the Sahel, South Sudan, Afghanistan, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and many others all before that. The global situation is indeed dire, and it is getting worse. People are suffering, and humanitarians are being asked to pick up more pieces in more parts of the world and to try to hold them together for longer. We're frequently asked to do this alone in the absence of political solutions, I appreciate the challenges and I'm sadly aware of today's divided context and divisive politics. But I'm asking, quite solemnly, that you focus at least on the areas on which we can agree and especially that people forced to flee their homes due to conflict or persecution have rights as human beings and as refugees and displaced. And that a strong, well-resourced UNHCR remains necessary perhaps more than ever before.
0: So as people are dying at the borders of Europe or the United States or in refugee camps in some of the world's poorest countries, we know that the pressures for peace, for security, for unity will only increase Yet the reluctancy of our politicians or even our peers to see what's true is really heartbreaking and horrifying. And social media only fuels the flames of hate and polarization. So, as passionate people who want to be part of making change, I wanted to think through a few things that we can do for ourselves in this situation, but also to Come to the point where we can take action because hope will die if we get paralyzed by the hate we witness. I know that we must sit in these feelings. It is really, really disturbing to see the racism, intolerance, anti Semitism, anti Muslim uh, dehumanization, the justification of violence, the hate. But it is okay to be heartbroken. It is actually what I believe the only way for us to move forward with honesty and hope. I really want you to allow this to break your heart. Let it all in, allow it under your skin and cry on the floor. I really do think that the only way forward is to us to realize that your pain is my pain. That the only way forward is is for us to understand our interconnectedness and our shared humanity. And when we can feel it all, we can allow for new strength to grow through the openness and the vulnerability and faith in our shared life and world. And in the heartbreak, give yourself some space to connect with the beauty within you and within our shared humanity. Really listen to what you know and what you believe is right and true. Take a moment to write down the ways you can stand up for that. Write down the ways that you can be a light in the world right now, in your community, online, through your work, in any space that you find yourself. And as you feel the darkness and the heartbreak. Just know that you are not alone. We are many who feel this heartbreak. We are many who have faith in our shared humanity. We are many who will rise with hope and love and take determined action. We are many who will not give up. And we are many who will allow the light to shine through the cracks in our hearts to brighten up this world. So, I guess what I wanted to say is this. Allow yourself to feel the heartbreak, because that is a way to open yourself up for determined action. If we close our hearts, we will let hate win. This doesn't mean that you should consume all the content available on social media. This does not mean that you should read all the hateful comments online. This does not mean taking down all your protections or putting yourself in situations that are unsafe. Allowing yourself to feel the heartbreak requires you to seek out the safe spaces you need to do so. And I know that many people are not safe right now. And I think this podcast episode is perhaps more for for us who have the opportunity to set boundaries for our own safety and seek support for any mental health issues we may be experiencing. I really encourage you to listen to what you truly need in this moment. And when you are capable to connect with others, to take determined action, to do so. Compassion is the only way we can move forward. So be compassionate to yourself first. And I will do so. I will be compassionate by continuing to share the stories of people who are driving change, the people who we can connect with, who we can support, join forces with, and create lasting change together. In moments of pain, I truly believe that compassion is the strongest force for change because it will fuel hope, it will fuel community, and it is through that solidarity that we can drive change. I really hope that this episode can can give you some hope because I know that It can feel hopeless when the world is ignoring um, the change that you want to create. And when everything feels like it's going in the wrong direction. But I often come back to that thought of, and I guess it resembles my whole episode now about heartbreak is that it's through that heartbreak that light shines through and love can flourish and compassion can grow right now we just need to make sure that we're fueling ourselves to continue to push through and let light shine through the darkness and I would really encourage you that if you've listened to my entire spiel and my entire monologue, um, I would love to hear from you. Um, I would love to hear what you're thinking, what your thoughts are, and maybe we can even put together an episode um, with all of your input, because I know that the many changemakers who are listening to this podcast have so many wise words and thoughts and you're doing such amazing things and i would really love to hear how you're fueling your resilience and your compassion in these times um, because we need each other and we need that community so if you have something that you're feeling that you'd like to share with me and with the hey change maker community with the girls globe community go to girlsglobe.org/changemaker and leave a comment to this episode or leave a voice message. You can do that directly on girlsglobe.org/slash changemaker. Your input would really be so incredibly valuable. So I encourage you to do that. And I really encourage you to take a moment to think about what you need right now, what boundaries you need to set up. Perhaps you need to leave your phone um, for a while. Um, perhaps you need to spend time with, with loved ones. Whatever it can be that you need, I encourage you to do so. And then I also encourage you to find what can fuel you to continue to take determined action because you're a needed change maker. Thank you for listening and stay safe and take care of yourself and each other with so much love and compassion and solidarity. See you next week.